A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. All right, let's get right to it. Allison, first I want to give you a karate update. Okay, ready for the karate update? This is at Five Dragons in Salisbury. Mm-hmm. The whole crew was there. And um, there were a bunch of newbies there. People I hadn't seen before. Very chatty. No, 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 no. Oh, boy. A couple of them started to use the foam things to hit each other. Talked back to the crew right off the get-go newbies plebes i knew it was going to get ugly and the uh is it senpai chase senpai chase yeah senpai chase came with the pain that's fantastic and, <laughs> oh it makes me excited i want to know it was more. so wonderful the more the kids like we were talking back to them like they must not they don't know how the things work here this is not going to work. You know, my our son was not. He knew. He's been in the joint now for a while. <laughs> oh, man. They were dishing it out. They were dishing it out. Sensei Rick was in fine form. I was thrilled. It was a great one today. I must say, Sensei, it, Sensei, Sensei Rick was not actually in the room for this. His henchman, his muscle, mm-hmm. was doing it, including mm-hmm. Jake, who's got a big, booming voice. Who's, oh, this is... This was excellent today. They were they were thrashed by the time this thing was over. It was fantastic. This place, I, I personally enjoy the kids in pain, but it's really just a fantastic program. Um, Five Dragons in Salisbury. If you're if you have a kid who you want to learn karate and learn to settle down or focus on stuff, and you don't have enough hours in the day to, to get it done yourself. This is fantastic. No, it's really good. And it's really good for, especially for our kid who in particular is not like an organized sports person. Like when we were on kid one, we were much more like 
sign up for all the sports and try and do them and like right you know for some kids it kind of works and even if they're not great at sports they still like follow directions and do it but we just have one kid who's like mind is elsewhere <laughs> during right. organized sports and like is not does not understand it at all like the concept how to line up how to be in a circle like any and karate is so good for him because it really teaches a lot of those skills and you know like our kids for the most part don't care that much about sports in general um right and but well i mean i mean our daughter is no i mean nowadays they are but like especially when they were little like did not really you know some people have kids that are like awesome at sports yes. from day one that was like not yes our those, kids. those those kids have something called good parents that's not necessarily what it is I mean, no like, i mean you're a good parent so the kids are learning to be nerds like you can read. <laughs> they're more like me right sally spells read. long words our four-year-old can read right um right. so things like that but we don't have to spend too much time else well i'm just saying that like i love karate because mm-hmm. It's helped that kid a lot with like his coordination and physicality and just knowing where he is in space and things like that and his discipline and self-control um, in a way that he enjoys that's not Absolutely. sports related because not everyone is a sports person, <laughs> but everybody should be a something person. He's actually, he's also got a good little center of, of gravity so he can hold a good plank and do a, the bear crawl mm-hmm. um, really well. And actually his, his punches today were fantastic. Anyway, it's five uh, dragons in Salisbury. We're not. This is not a paid plug. It's just something that I wanted to share with you because it was one of the last things I did like an hour ago, and it just left an impression. All right, over to Alice's favorite or uh, inappropriately young crush, David Hogg. What? <laughs> I do David not Hogg like is it. the theater kid who was nowhere near the shooting in Parkland, but ran to a podium where CNN was glad to take him and use him and his theater f- club friends. As mouthpieces against Donald Trump when Parkland had. David Hogg tweeted this today. I had a friend this morning talk about how his co-workers who never talk about this are saying we need to do something. One of his colleagues couldn't come into work because their kid refused to get out of the car to go to school because they were too scared. Things are changing. So, um, obviously, the, my sentiment, which I responded to david was not to be cold here h-e-a-r not to be cold here david but maybe your (laughs) friend should explain to his child that school is safer than the car and his house and everything will be okay seems like the parenting thing to do which i of course it is true if you have a backyard pool first of all your kid is more likely to but you don't have to don't you but you don't have to you don't have to tell the kid that he could die at any moment at any place (laughs) but but you don't have to scare the hell out of him because you hate donald trump and republicans and you get to you get to have a story to tell to david hogg that is probably manufactured but david's going to tweet about it because you know that's what he does because he's a revolutionary but i've known people who say this too like whether or not this particular story is manufactured which it totally could be like i've known parents who say this stuff like that you know after one of these happens um that like oh my heart is just like squeezes every time i put them on the school bus to go to school and like things like that and i don't 
I don't get it. Like, I don't have that. I mean, I don't like sending my kids to the government school anyway, no. but I'm more worried about other stuff that's going to happen to them there than like. Karine Jean Pierre said, please, I hugged my eight year old a little bit harder this morning. And I almost, Alice, I almost uh, ran a vacuum hose from the exhaust pipe into the uh, garage mm-hmm. and just drove the car. Um,. I can't get these. The cliches are awful. This stuff is awful. And if it's a true story, then that parent is abusive. Because your your kid, I'm not a great parent, but I don't scare the crap out of my kids about situations because I myself am so addled by God knows what psychotropic drugs that I have to do something with my own anxiety that I have to transfer it to my kid. In the name of Donald Trump's a meanie or gun people are mean. And but that's it's, like, a, such a, it's such a cry for help from parents using the kids, if it is true. If it's true, and that's mm-hmm. the same thing with, with um, Catherine, Clark? Catherine Clark's kid. Mm-hmm. But that's, there's ongoing research that's been showing, and we've talked before about like the mental health crisis amongst kids and stuff. And there's a huge body of evidence to suggest that liberal children and teens are much more depressed and have way more mental problems than conservative ones. And I think this contributes the fact that these parents like Catherine Clark and David Hogg's imaginary friend and all these right. people do things like this to their kids. They tell them they're going to die from climate change if they don't get shot up in school first and that like Republicans want to kill them and deny them medical care and all this stuff. I mean, they're going around putting these ideas in their children's head that lead to them being highly anxious, not wanting to form families and normal bonds, believing that the world is going to fall down around their ears at any given time. And, and then they wonder why their kids grow up with freaking mental problems. Absolutely. And it's, and it's just, it's absolutely bonkers. And it is, it's such a sign of weakness that you do that. Why would you do that? Your job as a parent is to diffuse the panic. Or even during Your job COVID. Is, I used to be mad at my mother because she used to constantly, when I was a little kid, a seven-year-old or a six-year-old, I got I stepped on something in a lake that cut my foot open. I had to get mm-hmm. stitches. I got these stitches from like this Victorian-era doctor <laughs> in in uh, Canada. Yes, it did. Like a Victorian-era doctor in uh, Canada. And... And so um, after I got the stitches, it, there was like an infection. And so I kept that. This is my foot. I kept having to get the stitches again and again. And my mother mm-hmm. kept lying to me. She said, it's just going to feel like this squeeze right here, this right here. Mm-hmm. And it killed. But at least she was trying to put my mind at ease. Right. You know? That's the idea is that you nurture them. You, you tell them that the things are going to be okay. You don't tell them they're going to get blown away in a classroom. <laughs> I mean, it's craziness. So actually, blown away but, in the classroom, or destroyed from climate change, or like right. during COVID, that they're going to kill their parents. I've talked about this on the show oh, yeah. before. That I know a, a mom whose kid is friends with our kid, whose kid came home crying when there were more kids on the bus when they started to ease out of like the different cohorts and having kids go to school on alternate days because there were so many kids on the bus with the open windows with everyone wearing masks and her kid thought she was going to kill her parents when she came home. Like, who's putting that kind of anxiety on your child? Why would you do 
that. I Our know, kids well, were not scared of COVID at all. Yeah, <laughs> like, remember we were zero. at the Parker River. They were not worried about it. Reservation, and we were we were at the Park River Reservation two years ago. And it's a nice seashore place in Massachusetts. Mm. And uh, we were kids. Our kids climbed up, ran up a big observation deck, and of course they didn't have masks or anything. But and then a woman came, and her kid was about the same age as our kids, and he was wearing a mask. And she said, because it was absurd, Billy, do you want to take the mask off? And he said, No, that's okay. It's like, uh, okay, well, you've already got this kid thinking. Anyway, but that so that's ridiculous. Another thing that David Hogg tweeted earlier is just minutes before this while I was waiting for my daughter at uh I was waiting for my daughter um I, I was standing around I saw that he had tweeted has anybody who has children talked to them about the shooting and do they know about it and what did you say and I thought well, that's an interesting thing so when my daughter got out of school I said she actually asked me she said uh how was your day which is always some <laughs> our kids ask us stuff like that all the time right which I assume I'm being buttered up to be shaken down but <laughs> And I said, good. She said, what did you do? What did you talk about it? And whatever. And I said, well, there was a shooting today. Did you, uh, yesterday in Tennessee where three kids and three adults were killed. Did you know about it? And she said, no. And I said, oh, that's interesting. And, and so they don't, they don't, they didn't tell them in school, which is fine with me, whatever. They, yeah. they can't go, you know, they, I don't expect the, the school to be, you know, giving them a news feed. So, <laughs> so, so then we got in the car and so I did an experiment Based on these two David Hogg tweets, I asked, I took video actually, but you'll just hear the audio. I asked my daughter about this. And I'd never talked to her about this before, this topic, on how concerned she was with some of this stuff. Okay, I've just picked you up from school. I just told you that there was a school shooting yesterday where three kids and three adults were killed. Yeah. Uh, do you feel unsafe at school? No. Do you know that you're safe at school yeah do you think you're more likely to be harmed at school than you are uh driving the car or anywhere else well i'm driving the car I'm more likely to be harmed yeah i think we all are yeah um yeah. that was it <clears throat> in a good and playful mood she's um she's a caring lovely person i'm sure she doesn't want kids and adults to be shot but she's personally unfazed today and that is a good thing. And she actually made a joke about herself driving a car and how that would be more dangerous. And that was it. That was it. She then went on to, to tell me that in her school, when they do the shooting, active shooter drills, which they have. Mm -hmm. Which she's never told us about, by the way. Right. I know parents who take their kids out of school for them. Well, yeah, she doesn't care. Because I mean, they're worried it's going to traumatize their Right. Kids. Well, so the, what they do is, she, she told me something very interesting, that they tell the little kids that it's in case an animal gets in the school. Oh. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> so like a uh, an otter is uh, roaming the halls. <laughs> Terrorizing people. <laughs> I thought that's interesting. And that's also, that's also responsible of the school. Because right. why scare the kids like David Hogg's friends? You know? The we're all gonna die uh, shouting to the kindergartners. There's no way to do anything. So what do they do for active shooter drills? I'm curious about this because I've I don't heard know. horror stories about ones where like they're like Sally making kids like throw things at the shooter and like hide in bathroom stalls. Sally, come here. Well, what, should we interview her? Sure, let's interview her. 
But yeah, I mean, like our kids aren't really phased by this stuff. But no. I think part of it is because we're not phased by a lot of stuff. No, and I think if, if you let me tell you something, if Roblox goes down anxiety. for an hour, then you are hearing kids at rock bottom. Yeah, no, okay, come here. Oh, I, I, can you can you re- resume your call with Stella later? I realize okay. it's a, You're live it's to a, tape, it's a Stella. budget meeting, um, a quarterly meeting for the stockholders, Sally. Okay, come here. So, okay, just, I need you to, your mother's going to interview now, you now. Um, So we were just talking about active shooter drills. What do you do at active shooter drills at school? I don't think we've done one yet. Oh, I thought you were telling Daddy you'd done them. No, but um, they were telling us. We were having a, like, at at the beginning of the year, we had a discussion about, like, different types of drills, like bus evacuation drills, fire drills, like, basically all of them. And they were telling us about how they told little kids that instead of a shooter, it was like an animal or something. Hmm. But you haven't had an active shooter drill at school. No, but we've done bus evacuation and fire drills. Did you have any drills at school when you were younger? I know you haven't been there the last few years. Did you have any drills at school when you were younger where they told you it was in case an animal got in the school? No, I don't think so. Well, remember they used to have the thing in Melrose where they would walk. They did a lockdown where they would lock the doors. We act. We um. We had that one day. We had. We had the one day when there was the, like, the car that came up, like the random vehicle, and nobody could go outside. Like there was indoor recess. Yeah. Okay, so they, that was probably the protocol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah they just lock everybody in the classroom. And Mrs. For and. Is there a, is there a shelter in place thing that you guys do? I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I think it's when they lock all the doors. I think we that's. Have, it. Um, we have a, like a staircase that goes right from my homeroom teachers' room. So that's like like right behind it. That I think only leads to maybe a couple more classrooms down the stairs. Okay, we don't have to give the blueprints out, Sally. <laughs> all right, I thank you very much. Please resume your very important call with Stella. Thank you. So there you go. I mean. That is not somebody who is panicked about this. No. Whatsoever. And this idea that people, that that we want to make kids panicked is just weird. It's such a weird time and it's... Well, it's weird, anxious adults putting their weird anxieties onto children. Yes. And adults have lost their minds with this. Did you see this Newsweek article? Yes. I think I sent it to us. Oh, did you? If we're talking about the same one. Oh, no. You know what? I want to get... I'm I'm going to call an audible. The Connecticut Democrats put out this uh, tweet today. If a child dies in America, the most likely cause is a gunshot wound. No. This is a choice made by Republican legislators in other states and members of Congress to tolerate tragedy and pain. We can pass laws that will save lives in Connecticut and we'll do more with the Democrats in the lead. So I looked at that and I thought to myself, is that? possibly true because that is said everywhere that the leading cause of death for children is shootings it's drowning so hold on so i looked for at at the cdc national center for health statistics okay and this was just a simple simple um mortality mortality okay children aged one to four years number of deaths 3816 deaths per 100,000. there's 25 for children 5 to 14, number of deaths, 5,975. Deaths per 1,000, 
Leading causes of death, children aged 1 to 4 years old. Accidents, parentheses, unintentional injuries. Now, that's not a shooting. No. Congenital malformations, deformations, and chromosomal chromosomal abnormalities. That's the second one. Um, And then the third one is assault. In other words, homicide, which can be any form of assault. Right. Children 5 to 9 years. First... um, First cause of death, accidents, unintentional injuries. I assume mm-hmm. your drownings are in there. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, the second one, children age five to nine, it's cancer. Third one is assault, homicide. Children 10 to 14 years old, first cause of death, accidents, unintentional in- injuries, intentional self-harm, suicide is second, 10 to 14. Now that's... Scary. Yes. And then the third one is cancer. Which probably also includes <clears throat> guns, because usually oh, sure. usually when leftists want to make a point about gun violence, they'll include all the gun suicides in there. Sure, but the point is the way they get to that... Why so... The way they get to that, saying that the leading cause of death for children is because they use statistics for children, quote, children and teens. So they go all the way up to age 19. So they're including, like, 19-year-old gangbangers who right. kill each other on the streets like who are in ms-13 like that's how they're getting to the leading cause of de- and there's obviously more of that than there's like any kind of real childhood death but that's not what people are thinking of when they think of childhood gun violence right like that's not the sandy hooks and the uvaldis and the other right. things that's a different problem, which we can talk about. The left obviously doesn't want to talk about that problem because that involves several touchy issues for them that they're not willing to get into, including like fatherless homes, um, you know, incarceration rates, uh, school districts in in urban areas, other things that they don't want to deal with. But you know, that that is an actual real problem in certain places, and you know that. It includes a bunch of stuff the left doesn't want to touch, so they want to conflate that with things like Sandy Hook and other places, this Covenant School in Nashville, other things like that. That's what they want to do because that makes their point for them, but they're really very, very separate problems. But yeah, that statistic of like the leading cause of death is extremely misleading because it includes, because they're pulling it from a number that's like the leading cause of death for children and teens. Right. Which is, but yeah, for children, children, like what people think of when they say children, it is not the leading cause of death or anywhere close to it. Right. So, um, so it is remarkable. But saying we want to ban backyard pools isn't as sexy, so they don't want to go there. And plus they have backyard pools. Of course, because a lot of people have backyard pools. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Because a lot of stuff that sometimes kills people has a lot of utility mm-hmm. and gives a lot of pleasure and a lot of meaning in life to a lot of people. So there's a lot of things that kill people that we don't ban. Right. Because that's life. So they're they're also continuing continuing to be uh, it just ghoulish. Here's Randy Weingarten with uh, Nicole Wallace. No child alive today is responsible for slavery. Are, are you aware of any child exactly. alive alive today going home sad or upset and feeling responsible for slavery? Has that anecdote ever made its way to you that a child exposed to the history of slavery was ever sad or upset? No, I mean none of that has happened and. But what it does happen, I think, is this. Conflict is natural in everyday life. And so when you see the murder of George Floyd and you see a cop putting his knee on Floyd's neck and you witness that murder, it's uncomfortable. It should be uncomfortable. But what it should mean is... Do you think our kids have any idea who George Floyd is or no. have seen that video? <laughs> no. Well, we don't have to have the talk with our kids. Our kids I mean, know that they are they are absolutely um, welcome to be non-compliant with police officers and go for their guns and there will be no <laughs> ramification. I think uh, there was a white kid who uh, was taken down by cops yesterday morning who would beg to differ with yes. that. But. Is what do we do about it? And and what teachers do is we deal with conflict all the time. But we have to teach kids the skills of dealing with conflict. That's why we have social emotional learning. That's why we try to do the work in history courses and current events courses. What's happening here is that people are afraid of the future and afraid of what kids are learning and that's why i think you see well yes that's true people are afraid of what kids are learning because uh, kids are learning that uh, they're a different gender than they used to be in what is a fantastical uh, fantasy well yeah cuz the type of stuff they're learning from people like Randy Weingarten leads to the type of people that shot up that school Right. And this, when she talks about learning, this is somebody who turned the lights out in the classrooms for two years. This really misguided, undermining, and bad attempt to ban books or to ban anything that actually creates some thoughtful exchange. Nothing like a book in the classroom where an adult male is um, having sex with a minor. Of information about how to bridge differences. That's what's venal about this. But but I want to say one more thing, which is venal. there's nothing about any of the book bans or the culture wars that actually advance the proposition of how we help kids learn and how we help kids overcome learning loss and how we help kids overcome sadness. She destroyed the kids. She caused the learning loss. She is the most powerful woman in this country. She's far more powerful than mm-hmm. Kamala Harris uh, and Nancy Pelosi. She's the most powerful woman in this country. And she destroyed the kids emotionally, and she destroyed their uh, learning prospects and their futures. 
Mm-hmm. She's a monster who should be incarcerated. She's a corrupt, vicious, venal monster. <laughs> yeah, she's terrible. She's terrible. Um, Before we go on, I think we should like kind of address just some of the shooting facts stuff mm-hmm. because, um, you know, it's there's a lot that's happened since this came out. Uh, since we talked about it yesterday, there was still so much information in flux. As it turns out, I was correct in my reading of the information that was out there. This was a trans person who was born a woman and was starting to identify as male. Okay, right. So, okay, I forgot what we established yesterday. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, we were still disagreeing about that yesterday. I, I thought that that was my big takeaway, but there was still a lot of disagreement and confusion. I think a big part of the disagreement is the police identified this person as a woman. Um, I saw that presser. The, the dude was asked, and he was like... Like, trans man or trans woman, right. and he said trans woman, but that's because people don't freaking keep up. Like, normal humans don't, don't have time know for what, <laughs> what's right. a trans man or a trans... So all the news organizations have been like, we're trying to establish the gender identity. We're not sure. We can't tell. Originally, officials incorrectly misidentified this person as a woman. Like, stupid stuff like this. Who cares what the freak's stupid gender identity was? First of all, that's a fake concept. Second of all, they went around killing children. Possibly, it's looking more and more like maybe because of that gender identity and psycho freaks like these people in the media who've been running around telling everyone that people in Tennessee and in particular Christians in Tennessee have been uh, trying to perpetrate some kind of trans genocide. So... The idea yes. that the idea that we can like write off the trans identity and, and it's merely like coincidental to this whole thing. In addition, I right. mean, I think it's worth noting, like, was this person on testosterone? Were they on any other psychiatric medications? Right. And now we're seeing out of the woodwork all these other people on trans vengeance day. Everyone well, there was this? trans day of vengeance. So Twitter has been taking down and every like reference to trans day of vengeance and right. stuff. So here's some dude with a, with a gun. Shows us the clip. He's wearing a half shirt. He's doing the thing that ejects the bullets from the clip, showing you the city's tough. Because he's fighting back. Fighting back. Yeah, and but almost like more dangerous, although less like obvious than the Trans Day of Vengeance stuff. Do you have that redhead chick on TikTok? There's this whole narrative building on the left now that like, you know, maybe people in Tennessee kind of had it coming because they were really cracking down Oh, they've down gone on right there. They have gone absolutely gone right there. There's no doubt. That, that didn't take long to build. They're all about that. Almost all of the TV stuff has been about has been about well uh, your buddy ben ryan there tweeting out saying like nashville is home to the daily wire a vehemently anti-trans organization he deleted that tweet because he got called out for saying like what the heck this is a woman on tiktok if the parents of the victims of the nashville shooting today would still have their children if these trans bills in tennessee were never a thing I'm not a parent, but if I were, I'd be real, real mad at the government. I'd be real, real mad at the government. 
Ooh, what a Does that not essentially just say like it's justified to shoot people's children if they have like policies they don't like? Let me tell you, and I like a psycho, <laughs> but oh my goodness. And it reminds me of and Stephen Miller had a great retweet of this. Chank Uger or whatever the, the guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He says, right wing seems seems to be celebrating that the Nashville shooter was trans as if that vindicates him. What the F? Does, doesn't that prove that maybe you guys shouldn't bully people about who they are? If you think the answer is more bullying, you missed a point and are probably a terrible person. To which Stephen Miller says, let us live our lives suddenly is let us live our lives or else. Well, right. And I'm trying to figure out how the left thinks that the like winning and good argument here is like... You have to let us read your children porn in school, and you have to let us cut their breasts off. Otherwise, we're going to shoot them. Right. Like, <laughs> 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 I mean, like, that's this is now the trans rights argument that you're making. Like, that's freaking crazy. That's crazy. But really, like, the big audio of the day was, and, and props to the Nashville Police Department, who, unlike Uvalde, because unlike Uvalde, they didn't have anything to be ashamed of. Uh, They immediately released body cam footage, uh, released the security camera footage of the shooter in the school. The body cam footage of um, the cops shooting the perpetrator is amazing. Like, I highly recommend people watch it. Can I just tell you something? I know you had mentioned this, but I mentioned this on the air today to Todd Mm -hmm. Feinberg, who works with me. Um, I was very emotional watching this i teared up i teared up same here my friend that i was talking to about it said she also got emotional and for me it wasn't even like i mean there they do have at least one blurred out dead child in this video so i mean like viewers be warned i mean it is what it is but thankfully this thing is moving so damn fast because they were sprinting through the building thank god it's three minutes from when they got there to when the shooter was dead which is very unlike uvaldi and and the I think the reason why it felt so emotional to me is especially after the sort of disenchantment of the Uvalde thing and yeah. seeing these disgusting excuses for grown men standing around a hallway where children bled to death 20 feet from them behind a door. Uh, you know, seeing men go into danger at like no at the expense potentially of their own lives they know they could be killed they know the whole thing competent men running toward danger with guns and killing the person it just like feels almost cathartic it's like that's what the good guy with the gun thing is supposed to emotionally feel like it's it's like they got the bad guy yes it's it's like a happy there was no overthinking there was no nuance it's men protecting women and children it's upstairs it sounds like it's upstairs They've shot her dead now. And then they're finishing her right there, which is beautiful. It's like a symphony. Feels so right. Sayonara, you piece of shit. I think, the I only love thing that bothers me is they blurred out her stupid face. Because well, 
I like would put that up. Much of it left. That I don't care. <laughs> I would put that up as a freaking yeah. work of art in a frame. Yeah. If they released it with their face on it, you know what's I it, still it, might even just with it blurred out. Yeah. But because that's like to me, that's the thing. Like I don't need this person like lionized in their name nope. out there and their nope. stupid manifesto and all their stuff. We get it. We know why this psycho freak did this. Right. But like. <clears throat> That's uh, to me like that's the start. Is like we, society doesn't need that type of person. No, absolutely dead it, end. It, can waste I just add? Air, can I add something? Goodbye. Like that's what it is. And I am for people just freaking wiping that scum off the face of the earth. Absolutely, I am so thrilled. I think that every single attempted mass shooter should get a bullet in the brain and take it out in a bag and throw it in a pit. I mm-hmm. no, I don't want to study it. You can study it post mortem. <laughs> right. you, you know, I don't want to figure it out. Um, but it, it is it, seeming more and more like this person was attempting a dramatic suicide by cop. Uh, you know, they did you see the Instagram stuff? Yeah. She was messaging a girl she knew in middle school. Yeah, she's an saying angel. she's you're the most. I'm only telling you this because you're the most beautiful person I've yeah. ever known. This is just an unhappy freaking lesbian. That's what this is. Who wanted to kill herself and took a bunch of testosterone and was on all the God knows what crazy mix of drugs because her parents did say she had mental health issues and that they didn't realize she had as many guns as she did. She had like seven guns or something that she'd been buying. This is graphic designer who lived with her parents had seven guns like really time to kick your kid out and make them figure it out on their own like at some point we didn't know she had all those guns okay well the the newest thing was that they didn't support her did you see this she's 28 national school shooting live update shooter audrey hale's parents couldn't accept their daughter's trans identity because they're not insane. Only 14 minutes passed between the, um, Audrey Hill's parents couldn't accept the uh, parents couldn't accept their 28 year old daughter's transgender gay lifestyle, according to a report. Daily Mail reported that Hale's strict Christian parents, oh, uh-oh, Christianity. Well, they did, did at some point send her to that school, for however briefly. I don't know how long she went there. The school costs sixteen thousand dollars a year, so it's not like you know cheap. Yeah, well, this this person is in every picture, much like Adam Lanza in every picture. This person looks like a problemo, <laughs> but no more. Uh, and uh, thankfully, so uh, yeah, that's that. Is, that is where I am on this stuff. Is there anything we're missing, Allison? Um, I did feel like I had one more thing. Oh, the the TikTok ban. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, have you read anything about this? I f- did some reading today because a caller put me on to it that it's a 20-year sentence for having a VPN. Yeah, basically. So this is like... The, so obvi- And I think we're like not big TikTok fans because we're like not China people, really, and don't like spying. But like the bill that the government has well, now... Well, I like TikTok bu- just fine. I get Well, I mean, but it's the Chinese government spying on us, honey. Yeah, I know. I know you don't care. But, um... So anyway, I'm like not for TikTok really, but that being said, uh, this bill that they've put out, like, 
it's insane. It's like a huge overreach. It lets people do like it lets them control like everything that you're doing sentences up to 20 years in jail fines up to a million dollars seizing your property. They can deem any foreign government an adversary. So like any foreign company could end up being on like it's what it's a way overreach bill. We are not for this bill. Definitely. I'm making an executive decision for our family that we oppose this. Okay, I, I'm all for it. <laughs> like, we're not, even though I don't like TikTok and I think it's bad, like, we're not for this TikTok ban bill because it's way more than banning TikTok. That's bad. Um, we actually do have a bunch of chat chat messages today, I saw. Did you see that? Uh, I did. Alice. So the chat chat is part of the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline, which is brought to you by Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce, which is just an absolutely delicious hot sauce. You seem sexy when you say that. Why did I start saying the story of the girl in the store last night? Because I never finished it. I have no freaking idea, the but point? there were complaints yesterday about your lack of focus and your trailing off. And What was the point several, of it? Several complaints. I was in a high-stakes social media war, my friends. Mm. You know? Sometimes i got to prioritize. This is important. This is brand building. I call it engagement, Alice. Oh. You know? People felt your lack of focus was difficult. CPM. Anyway, we of course love Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. Um, we do. We gotta get more. I gotta reach out. Maybe we'll bring some with us when we are in Connecticut next week at Awaken 180 because you can have it when you're on Awaken 180. It's great for dressing up the Awaken 180 products. Tom Cromwell, does it all the time. Tom does it all the time. Yes, we'll be at the Awaken 180 Cromwell at four to six p.m. Correct, next and then Wednesday. somewhere people are suggesting going to a couple of places afterwards. Oh wow! Oh wow! You know, um, and I'll bang in um, Thursday because <laughs> we're going partying. After there's like a ton of pictures of you on social media yeah. <laughs> out at bars, and you're like literally being put up in a hotel by your company yeah. to be there, like you know, fifteen minutes from the office. You're gonna bang in. Okay, fine, honey, go for it. Um, so. Uh, Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce is delicious, I guess is my point. And they also bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline chat chat where you can leave messages for us. That's at burnbrowpodcast.com. All right. So here's some words of advice. Always be cautious when some strange man comes out of uh, um, uh, like a, uh, I don't know how to put this, like out of nowhere. And, you know, his... His uh, clothes are dirty and tattered, and he comes up to you and he says, "You want to see something cool?" You know, if uh, so far this uh, seems like good advice. If, if some strange man does yes. that. Not sure. It where can this be is going. one of two things: one, he's going to stab you, or two, he's going to show you his genitals. That is uh, correct. That's one all of good the two. advice. That's all good advice. Thank you, Justin. Hey, Tom. I was thinking. Uh, I was listening to your podcast yesterday. Yeah. And it sounded just like, um, <laughs> I told you we had good uh, just, just like, um, it was engaging in social media. <laughs> no, it sounded like, <laughs> well, that's your fault. Sorry, I'm in Alice. the middle of a Twitter battle with Ben Shapiro. Anyway, <laughs> I, I love your podcast. Keep it up. Uh, the uncomfortable silences. <laughs> That's Those Alice, are my favorite part. That's Alice's problem. And people well, yelling. sometimes I don't really and know. I just generally like the both Just of you. when you're mid-sentence. Thanks for all the entertainment. At least, like, at least, like, you know, lob the volleyball towards me before you vanish I off see, the show. I say right? Phil usually? No, this time you didn't. You were just the thing about these kids. 
What was I going to say about the girl in the... I have no idea what you were going to say about basket. anything. She was really pretty. What was I going to say about her? I don't know. I was something... It was, was going to be a good point. I'll try to track Good. Track okay. You know what? Come up with it later. Can you turn that light back on? I'm like really dark right now because your son turned off the Sarah, light. Sarah, can you turn the light back on? He's gone. I thought you had a thing you could I reach it with. Um, what are you trying to say there? Eh? <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. There we go. Okay. All right. Hello, ladies. I have a big drill. <laughs> That's right. I have some drilling to do. <laughs> I believe I proved my manhood oh, yeah. yesterday. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's it for messages. I thought there was more than that. Well, we, but we can just call it the Justin uh, Burn Barrel podcast, Alice. Okay. So the rest are Justin. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna. I, we'll spread his out on other things. Okay. Do you want to go through the Justin? No, it's okay. I understand. I appreciate you, Justin. I'm glad you leave messages and Doctor Cheswick. Thank so you. am I. Thank you. The rest of you, I'm not. Uh oh. Not, well, you know, I'm not. I, I'm not allowed to yell at them anymore. So that's what you told me. So. <laughs> um. Anyway, birdbarrelpodcast.com. That's where you leave chat chat messages. We'll talk Say to you tomorrow. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.